today's gospel is about the second coming of Christ, and it makes sense because we're at the end of the liturgical year. And as it's about the second coming of Christ, we're taking it from the gospel of Mark, and it really speaks about how he is coming. He's coming down in the clouds, from the clouds, the Son of Man is coming. And he's coming in the midst of the darkness as this great light. I'm reminded of the Gospel of St. John when it says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Here, Christ is something that we are all waiting for. He's something that we are all longing for. Because when he comes, he puts order or wisdom or logos in the midst of the chaos, the darkness, the blindness. He leads us into the light, the light that our heart longs for. And we may or may not receive him according to our own desires. If we're waiting for him, if we're longing for him, if we're looking for the truth, if we're looking for love, if we're looking for true love, not just any kind of love, if we're wanting to be faithful and good, we're longing for God, and that longing for God will be quenched, will be satisfied, if when He comes, we respond to Him, and we respond with all of our heart, yes, let Your will be done with us, Lord. Let Your will be done, not ours. Now, there's some key elements in this. I've noticed, for example, he comes in the darkness. So the first point is he does. He comes in the darkness. The darkness isn't caused by God or by Christ. It's caused by sin. It's caused by um, the world, the flesh, and the devil. He comes in the midst of that darkness, right? And he comes as the light and the savior. He comes as the one who will allow us to overcome that darkness or go beyond that darkness. And for the Christian, leads us to a second point, um, the darkness becomes a way for us to grow. It becomes a way for us to go deeper. It becomes a way for us to enter into a greater love, a greater life whether it be the darkness of death or it be the darkness of the fights in our life, the fights against sin, the fights against others, societal sin, cultural sin. These fights really give us that choice to go one way or the other, to go deeper in wisdom, light, truth, and love, or to find refuge only in ourself and doing our own will in darkness, in chaos. And so that first point is that he comes to us in the midst of the darkness as the light, as wisdom. Second point is that every darkness is leading us into that greater light if we have the courage to persist, if we have the courage to have faith, if we don't try to make it in our own way. And then a last point is that he leads us where? He leads us into the great and eternal light of God. He leads us into true wisdom, into true joy. 
into a life that overflows with goodness, happiness, joy, peace. The second coming of Christ is not something to be afraid of. If you're afraid of it, that means you don't know God. (laughs) If you're afraid of it, it means you don't want to see him. Usually, if you're afraid of it, it's because you're not in a profound relationship with God. Of course we want to be ready. Of course we want to get rid of all of our sin. Of course we want to go to confession and convert and change our life and be ready when he comes. But in the end, what is our profound desire? Do we want to see him or not? Do we want to be ready to enter into his wisdom, his light, his love, whether it be in the little comings, you know, when we stay faithful through the trial, through the valley of darkness in our own family, in our own little lives, or it be the big one at the moment of death, or it be the really big one at the end of time. It is a call to grow into that wisdom that gives order to the chaos, that gives meaning to all that we do. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.